Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. Knowing how to speak and understand a new language can be an invaluable tool when traveling, meeting new friends, or just even to master a new skill. But it's not always simple when you're bogged down by textbooks and structure classes. That's why so many people trust Rosetta Stone. Rosetta Stone is the most trusted language learning program available on desktop or as an app. It truly immerses you in the language you want to learn, like Spanish, French, Italian, Chinese, and more. You won't just be studying English translations. The Rosetta Stone intuitive process helps you pick up a language naturally, first with words, then phrases, then sentences. Don't put off learning that language. There's no better time than right now to get started. For a very limited time, listeners can get Rosetta Stone's lifetime membership for 50% off. Visit rosettastone.com rs10. That's 50% off unlimited access to 25 language courses for the rest of your life. Redeem your 50% off at rosettastone.com rs10 today. You're listening to BetQL Daily, presented by FanDuel Sportsbook, with Joe Ostrowski, Joe Giglio, and Aaron Hawksworth from BetQL. I am on the Suns, but I'm looking at a prop. Chris Paul to record a double-double. It's plus 135. I think they're going to need him. Maybe they'll be focused on Booker, and Chris Paul will hit a double-double tonight. 17 points off turnovers for the Suns right now with a chance to add to it and make it Chris Paul extends the lead to seven, and now Steve Kerr will call timeout. Welcome back. Beck UL Daily presented, as always, by Fan Duel Sportsbook. Big night for Chris Paul last night. The Suns beat the Warriors, and Chris Paul 100-1, to an MVP future. We threw that out last segment, diving into the NBA's future market. We're going to dive to the NFL right now. Coming up later this hour, Pam Maldonado on all things college football and then we'll go off the board and discuss some of the big MLB moves as Major League Baseball is about to shut down. So uh, Jake Hassan is out the next couple of days. Uh, it's some time off for him. It, does any part of anyone here believe it's because baseball is about to have a lockout and Jake's about to go under the covers for two months? I do. I mean, yeah, I this, this is a guy that's pulling up these Reddit streams to watch baseball. As soon as the season's over, it's like, okay, finally, I can get a little bit of a break. Like, no, he's diving in. He's betting on college baseball. Like, yeah, the man's probably going into depression now. Yeah, it looks like tonight the lockout will hit Major League Baseball. We'll get to the big moves and if anything moved in the uh, the futures market of baseball later on. But let's dive into the NFL here. There's one, and we and we look we look at NFL futures each week to see if there's value. Things change, the market moves, and and we could find something to to talk about here and and, and give you an edge. But there mm-hmm. is one area that is interesting. So Joe, for the I'd say the past few weeks, but almost all year. I feel like you have felt like the offensive player of the year is going to be a quarterback. Yet you look at the market right now on FanDuel, and it's not slated to be a quarterback. At least that's not where the odds say to look right now. So here's what we have as we head into week 13. The favorite, plus 190, Jonathan Taylor, running back of the Colts. Second, Cooper Cup, wide receiver from the Rams, plus 260. Third, Debo Samuel. We'll call him a wide receiver. He also has five rushing touchdowns. He kind of does everything. For the 49ers, 12 to 1. 
Devontae Adams, star wide receiver for the Packers, 20 to 1. Then come the quarterbacks. Lamar, 25 to 1. Josh Allen, 30 to 1. Kyler Murray, 30 to 1, even though he hasn't played in a month. Then James Conner, 30 to 1 for the Arizona Cardinals. He has a bunch of touchdowns this year. James Conner is ahead of Tom Brady, who's 50 to 1, who is the same odds as Joe Mixon. And then you have Dak, you have Mahomes, you have Rodgers, all 50 to 1. And then you go down Kelsey's, Zeke's. Eckler 100 to one. So to just kind of put a bow on it before we dive into where, what we think is going to happen here, running backs, wide receivers dominate the top four. Then there's three quarterbacks, then James Connor, and then some more quarterbacks. So it's not like it's all quarterbacks the way the MVP discussion is. So maybe that's where we're going to go in the future. And I understand the idea, but these books are guessing. They're guessing. The thought is, okay, a quarterback is going to be, the MVP. That's how it is. That's how it's going to be forever. And maybe we'll have these crazy weeks when Jonathan Taylor goes off and then people can bet that down a little bit and the books will be happy because they'll be taking your free money because the running back's not going to win it. Wide receiver's not going to win it. Same thing with the tight end. So they go running back, wide receiver, wide receiver, wide receiver at the very top. Maybe that's the thinking. And the other part is there isn't these two great quarterbacks, just great off the charts where uh, okay, maybe Brady would win it this year and you feel bad for the second guy because the second guy is so good. And in most seasons, that player would be winning the MVP, but will end up get, giving the Offense Player of the Year award. Uh, my thinking all along has been that with the added game, these quarterback numbers are going to be even more impressive. Records are not going to be broken. That's what it looks like, unless you have a couple of guys just go on absolute tears over the last month and a half of the season. And there was this assumption that that would be the case. But the the problem, as we all know, with guys like Taylor and Cup, and we've seen it in recent weeks, where you can get game planned out against a good defensive line, against a quality defense. like And then game flow happens, and Frank Reich's offense throws the ball 27 consecutive plays, and then you don't see Jonathan Taylor for a number of series. Or Cooper Cup. I kept waiting for his impact right. in, in the game this weekend. And now his Rams have lost three in a row. Can you be the offensive player of the year? And it's an offensive-driven league, and, and your team loses three straight games, or every time they play a good team, you end up losing? Like, I don't know. The Colts are around 500, and Jonathan Taylor's by far the favorite here. Like I mentioned, the Rams are falling off the table. Should he be the second favorite? I'm just banking on one of these other quarterbacks, or maybe a couple of them, just going on a run and it just it appears to me that we do have some value and kyler murray he missed three games but if he's back to being that kyler murray yards per attempt number one quarterback rating number one completion percentage number one maybe he does enough to win the award um or what if brady doesn't win the mvp he's probably going to get one of these two awards it's going to be mvp or offensive player of the year so brady at 50 to 1 Kyler at 30, Josh Allen at 30, Lamar's at 25. I wouldn't go there, but I can see the case. I I would just look to the quarterback because of the value. So a couple of things I have to, to as you said, all that, that, that came to my mind. One, you know, when we talk, like when we talked about the MLB awards, right, we were trying to guess how the voters would vote. Not necessarily what we thought, but you, you're trying to win a bet based on how the voters vote. That's, sure. that's the whole thing. 
Yeah. So three out of the last four years, a non-quarterback has won the offensive player of the year. You kind of touched on it. Maybe we're just heading in this direction now. That that gives me a little pause before I bet a quarterback, because maybe we're going that way. And it's been eight straight years with a quarterback winning an MVP, right? Adrian Peterson, 2012, the last non-quarterback to win the MVP. It's split. Mm-hmm. It's four and four. So it's been three of the last four years been non-quarterback offensive player of the year. It was one of those other four years. Um, I think DeMarco Murray in 14 won offensive player of the year. But in, in the last eight years, all quarterback MVPs, yet it's split four and four, double up versus not double up. So it's almost like a coin flip right now on whether or not you're going to get a quarterback winning. Would you advise to just double up, right? Like, I can't imagine there's going to be a quarterback that wins the award who's not the MVP. You see what I mean? Like, if, if you're saying one of these quarterbacks is going to go off the next five weeks and, and just take over. Well, shouldn't you and just double up? And they'll then? be the MVP. Right. right. They, there's no way Tom Brady's the offensive player of the year and not the MVP of the league. So, yeah, you might not see great value. We talked about yesterday, plus 350. Was that Brady right now, MVP? Plus 250, whatever plus it is. Plus 300. Right. There's not much value there, but if you double up and get him 50 to 1 to an offensive player, maybe that's how you make your money. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, that that's my thinking there. And that we could have two that just, as they're getting ready for the, the end of the season, going into the playoffs, where they really turn it on. We, we could right. have that. I just... I think it's out of whack, these numbers. And I get it with Taylor and 14 rushing touchdowns and James Conner's up there because of his rushing touchdowns. And and maybe they're inclined to go elsewhere just because they think it's not fair that the quarterbacks get all the awards. But, you know, Brady at 50 to 1, like that's kind of, that's a lot of value for a guy that's on pace for 43 touchdowns this season. And 5,000 yards. Now... The other thing we could do is we could shop around here. We can look. I, w- I wonder because usually when we, we throw out these odds, most of these books, like especially lines on games, it's pretty similar, right? Like we're, we're talking about very slight alterations. I wonder if other books have vastly di- different offensive player of the year odds because that would be interesting because I, I, you said they're kind of guessing. Maybe they are. I mean, I have no idea who's going to offensive player of the year. Yeah. Jonathan Taylor is the favorite right now. I, I do think if he continues to have the year he has – He's not going to win the MVP. He's a running back. You've said this over and over that the, the bet at him it's fifteen and one or sixteen and one is silly. But if he, I mean, if he rushes for eighteen hundred yards and whatever, fifteen touchdowns, I think he's going to win Offensive Player of the Year in a year without a great quarterback season. Yeah, like you could find L- Lamar is twenty at some spots and thirty five. So you should definitely uh, shop around. You will find some pretty good numbers available i wonder how they deal with the kyler murray because there's no doubt in my mind that if kyler murray was healthy let's say he only missed one game i don't think he would be be doing too much but the problem is he missed three consecutive games is that is he going to be spectacular is he going to be ranked like number one in multiple quarterback categories and they'll say that's not enough for the mvp but that is enough for the player of offensive player of the year may have been yeah he just missed too much time uh, that, that's that's his problem. I'll tell you who lost the award. Any chance he was going to win it was this week. It is Debo Samuel. I don't think you can miss a game and be a non like. Mm-mm. I don't think you can miss a game and do it. But his numbers are off the charts. Have you looked at what he's done this year? He has five touchdowns rushing, over 200 yards rushing. He's averaging 18 yards a catch. I mean, the guy's having a, a ridiculous season. 56 receptions, a thousand yards, 18 yards per catch, 25 rushes. 203 yards. I mean, in total, 81 touches for 
14.9 yards a touch and 10 touchdowns. He's having a crazy season. Is your child struggling with a specific subject or need help with homework? Are they asking questions that you're not sure you can fully answer? IXL Learning is an online learning program for kids. It covers math, language arts, science, and social studies. IXL is designed. This program will improve your kids' grades. Studies done in almost every state in the country. The kids who had IXL are consistently doing better. Powered by advanced algorithms, IXL gives the right help to each kid no matter the age or personality. And it doesn't have to eat up all your time. One subscription gets you everything for all the kids in your home, pre-K to 12th grade. So don't miss out. One in four students in the U.S. are learning with IXL. IXL is used in 95 of the top 100 school districts in the U.S. Make an impact on your child's learning. Get IXL now. And listeners can get an exclusive 20% off IXL membership when they sign up today at IXL.com audio. Visit IXL.com audio to get the most effective learning program out there at the best price. Hey, I'm Brett Podolsky, co-founder of The Farmer's Dog. We make fresh food for dogs. We started the company when we saw what a huge difference it made in my own dog, Jada, when she stopped eating ultra-processed kibble and started eating fresh, whole food. The farmer's dog food isn't fancy. It's just real food delivered to your door in pre-portioned packs. It's better for them and easier for you. Get 50% off your first box at thefarmersdog.com slash podcast. That's thefarmersdog.com slash podcast. Like he's, yeah. he's probably the most impactful offensive player, non-quarterback, just like snap to snap. Like he's just, he does everything. If he didn't get hurt and his odds were 12 to one, that'd be interesting, but he's hurt now. Uh, I want to bring on Paul because he he loves these player stat categories for the receivers, and we have a log jam at the top with the touchdowns. It's a three-way tie. You have three guys, Thielen, Evans, Cooper Cup, each have 10 receiving touchdowns. And after that, it's Tyreek Hill, DK Metcalf, Jamar Chase, all tied with eight. And then you've got one, two, three, like six more guys that have seven, like is now the time to pounce if we're looking at receiving touchdowns? I would. Uh, I, I I made the case for Tyreek Hill yesterday, um, kind of on the mm-hmm. thought that they are playing every defense they play coming up except for the Chargers, bottom half of the league, pass defense, DVOA. Tyreek, I believe he's tied for second with most red zone targets. Now, he only has six touchdowns right now, so he's four back. So he's got... He's got some ground to make up, but Cup, you know, it, we saw him not get in the end zone last week. Evans, I'm still not sure. He's not fully healthy, right? Because, I mean, he, he played, but he has a little bit of a back thing going he on. He is so – he's boomer bust every single week. Right. Um. So, again, like, all Tyreek needs is one game to go off. And he's – I mean, it could happen this weekend on primetime. Hey, the Chiefs are absolutely back, and they just torch what – what I don't think is really – like, they got some playmakers. Pat Sertan is, um, is good, but I just don't think that they're – I think this could – I think they absolutely – there's a path there for Tyreek. You're talking touchdowns, not yards, right? Just touchdowns. Yeah, yards is tough right now. Yards is tough right now. I, that, that's where I hit Stefan Diggs last year, but yards seems – like a like as far as finding value, uh, you you need a lot more things to go your way because you're trailing cups by so much. Yeah, the other thing one to be cup careful with injury, everything's thrown up in the air. Right. It's, the other thing to be yeah, go ahead for our audience just to be careful with like there's still a week, two more weeks of buys coming up. Like you just 
don't just dive into the numbers and say like, hey, he's one, he's 100 yards behind. Like he might have one less game. Usually by now, and like you did this with Diggs last year, usually by now the buys are over. Like this is week 13. The Eagles, Colts, yeah. a couple more teams have buys next week. I've never, I, I don't think there's ever been buys this late. It, it does, it throw it off. But with the Chiefs, it's the opposite. They're, they had their buy. Now it's the stretch run. It, it felt like Cup had a poor game, but then when you look at the, at the box score in the end, he had 96 yards on Always. Sunday. But yeah. it, it felt like he was doing nothing, right? And I think it's, that's more yeah. of a case is why he might be tougher to catch. He did, quote-unquote, nothing, and he still, you know, put up 100. Yeah. Yeah. So touchdowns would probably be the way to go. Right. And I, you know, I'm, yeah. sitting on, I'm sitting on Cup 22-1 to one receiving yards later before, uh, in, like, week two or three. Looks, I feel great about that. Oh, wow. You should feel great about that. I mean, so one, I mean, and I mentioned you could look at digs, you know, going back to the well on that, but more for the touchdowns than the yards. Cause he's right. uh, some of the similar things as uh, Tyreek Hill, but got the Patriots twice. Defense is a lot tougher. And if you're, you assume Belichick is going to do what other teams have done. Be like, we'll take these guys away. Go ahead and run the ball. Like if there's one guy you're gonna take away, what about Thielen tied for the lead and he's six to one for touchdowns? Yeah, and two last week. Right, he's his go-to guy. Right, in those big spots. Jefferson's. He he loves he loves to miss Jefferson. I know. Loves to. (laughs) And Jefferson's always demonstrative about it. Like he just can't handle. I love it. I (laughs) I agree with him. And I, I would say I bring up Jefferson, but then you could easily turn to Kansas City and be like, all right, well, Travis Kelsey, you know. So there's there's yeah. a case to be made there. Uh, also, Tyreek, I made the case at seven to one. So if Thielen's at what plus six fifty, you can find Tyreek at ten to one. So that's actually where I ended up finding. Uh, that's where I ended up placing the bet was ten to one. If you shop around. Okay, and. Uh, if you go to running backs for rushing touchdowns, it's all jumbled up. You have Jonathan Taylor. He's your leader. He's minus 140. James Conner, plus 250. Mixon, plus 400. So it doesn't feel like there's a ton of value there. But if we go to the rushing leader, we brought this up earlier in the week. Should Jonathan Taylor be minus 800? Should any running back where one twisted ankle and you're done? I know. You get hobbled for a couple weeks and it throws everything up. Mixon at plus 1,400 still. I thought by now with this matchup coming up against the Chargers, this number would be going down. It might be worth a shot there. Yeah, get it now. Joe O, Joe G, Aaron Hawksworth, Becky Wildelli presented by FanDuel Sportsbook. Up next, Pam Maldonado on College Football Conference Championship Weekend is upon us. We'll dive into the numbers coming up next on Becky Daily. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road. The steeper, the better. Because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive, so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones, so we'll never lose touch with civilization, and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic? And conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. 
Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. 